The note Buddy had found in the Jersey Devil book was apparently addressed to me. How someone knew to leave it there was beyond me, as the only other person who knew about the Jersey Devil plan was Chase. We didn't tell Chase we were coming here, did we? We didn't. So who the hell left the note? Whoever it was, I don't think they did it today. I've been over by that section my whole shift, and I didn't see anyone until you two came along. This can't be a coincidence though, right? Someone had to have known about it. Maybe they just assumed that you would eventually get to looking into the Jersey Devil. This is really freaking me out. What time is it? Quarter to two. How come? If we leave now, we can drive down to Leeds Point and look around for a bit and make it back in time to meet Chase tonight. Look, if we're going to do this, we're going to bring Chase with us. I still think he's nuts, but he may be the best defense we have against this thing. You two get out of here. I'll get some stuff ready for tonight and I'll meet you when you get back. Sounds good. Let's get a move on. Buddy and I left the library and went to pick up Chase. Despite our excitement about finding a strange note with my name on it, Chase did not share in that interest. Instead, he remained mostly silent through the entire ride down to Leeds Point, with only the occasional head nod while responding to a question. By the time we finally got down there, Buddy was almost convinced that he had turned into a mute. That is, until he spoke up when we passed the church on Moss Mill Road. Keep going straight down there. Where? Just past the intersection for Leeds Point Road and Moss Mill. On the right, there will be a wooded road called Bayview. Take that. This one here? Are you sure this is the right way? The pavement ended and the road is awfully narrow. Uh, this is it. Trust me. We drove deeper and deeper into the woods, the sunlight overhead getting blocked out by all the trees. We drove in silence for a few more minutes, as the road became less road and more pathway into the Pine Barrens. I was about to say something when Chase put his hand on my shoulder. Stop the car. What, here? I said stop the car now! I eased to a stop, but before I can put the car in park, Chase had flung the door open and was walking into the woods, hunting rifle in hand. Is he just going to leave us? Where is he going? As soon as I did stop the car, Buddy and I got out and followed after Chase in the woods. He was pretty deep in by the time we caught up to him and didn't bother slowing down when we got close. You mind slowing down a bit? Some of us aren't as up on their cardio as they should be. Stay close. We'll be there soon. Where are we going to be soon? The house. What house? The house where the Jersey Devil was born. Chase took off again, faster, disappearing behind some trees. Wait, is he serious? I've yet to hear that man crack a joke, so... yes? Oh my god, we're going to see where it was born? That photo is going to get so many likes on my Instagram. On your Instagram? Please don't tell me you've been posting pictures of all the weird stuff we've been doing. Um, of course I have. Buddy from the Falls can't disappoint all his followers, can he? Seriously? That's your Instagram name? Don't hate. It's been working for me. I shook my head and we went off after Chase again. Within moments, we came around a big tree and almost ran right into him. He was standing just before a large clearing. One that looked to have once been a house, but had been lost to a fire. What is this place? This here? This is where the original Leeds house was. And you can still see some of the foundations in all the ruins. Are those the ruins of the original house? I'd actually be kind of surprised if the wood lasted this long. No, no. There was another house built here a few decades ago. That path right there used to be a driveway that led up to it. A girl died here almost ten years ago, when the Jersey Devil decided it wanted its home back. Is that why he burned it down? No, I did that part. Buddy and I exchanged surprised glances as Chase began to poke around the ruins. He used the tip of his rifle to move things around, trying to find something. Okay, maybe there is some credence to your he's crazy theory? Hey, uh, what do you mean that you burned it down? It's pretty self-explanatory. I came here late one night, I burned it to the ground. 
There was a long shot that he was still in the house, but even though he wasn't, that would be one less place for him to hide. And why did you burn it down? Because he had been building a nest of bodies in the attic. Wait, what? How did you know that? Because my son was one of them. Before either of us had a chance to react, a woman dressed in an old cloak came out of the forest just beyond the ruins. Her hood covered her face from us. Chase immediately went on the offense and pointed his rifle directly at her. Don't take another step, lady. Whoa, put the gun down, Chase. The last thing we need is to shoot innocent bystanders. I'll believe she's innocent when she proves it. Why the hell have you been following me? Huh? Answer me! The woman removed her hood to reveal that she was an older woman. She moved closer to us, her back hunched slightly as she came into the clearing on the other side of the ruins. How do you know she was following you? I've seen her around here before. I always see her when I come around, and she's always poking around like a vulture. What do you want from me? I'm not here for you, Chase Jackson, though I know of what you've done. Then what the hell are you here for? The old woman lifted her hand slowly and pointed to me. Raise your hand if you're not surprised. Me? What do you want with me? You've been marked by the devil. He will be back for you. Skip to the end, lady. I already told him that part. Give us something new or you're going to get a stomach full of lead. You didn't heed my warning, Jonathan. I told you not to come here. You wrote that note? And raise your hand if you saw that coming too. How did you even know I'd find it? It was only a matter of time before you did. And before Chase found you. You know, you're still not giving me a reason not to shoot you right now. What do you want? You're up against something very old. Very wise. I wish you would have stayed away, but alas, it seems that you would have been drawn to it sooner or later. And what the hell makes you the authority on that thing, huh? What makes you think you know more than I do? I've dealt with this beast for many, many years. It's not what you think it is. If you're going to ruin the legend for me, I'll be over there in the corner, covering my ears. You think you know the legend, do you? You know just the beginning, just the tip of the tale. Well then why don't you get to talking and fill us in then, huh? Um, I actually don't know much about the story, so why don't you start from the beginning? <sighs> you clearly don't pay attention to me when I speak. There are many versions of the tale. Long ago, this entire region was inhabited by the Lenape tribe. They named this area Popesing, meaning Place of the Dragon. They told tales of a creature that roamed the forest, killing those that wandered away from the others. Perhaps this creature is the Jersey Devil we know today. Or perhaps the more popular story of Mother Leeds, who had twelve children, and upon the birth night of her thirteenth could no longer take it any more. With a storm raging overhead, she cursed the child, and while it was born a man, it changed into a creature before their very eyes. A goat's head, a bat's wings, a horse's hooves, and a forked tail. It killed the midwife before flying up the chimney, circling the village, and then off into the pine barrens, never to be seen again by the family. The mother Leeds of that story was later found out to be Deborah Leeds, who actually had 12 kids with her husband, Jaffet. According to census records, they lived in this area way back in 1736, so it fits right along with the legend. Very impressive with your knowledge. Also, nice photo. Thanks. Wait a second. Are you Pine Barrens Babe 241? The creature was seen on and off over the years, but most prominently during the week of January 16th, 1909. Hundreds of reports came in from all over the state where the creature attacked farms, social clubs, and even a trolley car in Haddon Heights. 
It was seen as far away as Delaware and Maryland, and prompted many area schools to be shut down for fear of his attack. And then, he disappeared again. Until ten years ago. And if you know me like you say you do, then you know I've been after him ever since, so why not just skip to the damn part where you tell us where to find it so I can kill this thing once and for all? It's not that easy, Chase. You know that. Oh yeah? And how do you know that? Because I've been after it too. Chase, who had been holding the gun on her this entire time, finally lowered the barrel, showing some sign of solidarity. His face looked full of remorse as he addressed her. Did it take someone from you too? We don't have time for that, no. And I'm too old to keep it up. But you, you finally have something on your side to stop this. And what's that? The old woman looked to me again and smiled. Him. You have Jonathan Barker. (laughs) And what makes him so special? Um, haven't you been keeping up with my Tumblr? Seriously, buddy? Well, that fanfiction isn't going to write itself. He holds a power within him. And you can finally end all of this. But it has to be done on his terms. On his own ground. Where his power is the greatest. So, back in Melancholy Falls? That is where it must happen. And you need salt. Salt? The wings. It will dry them out and force it down. That is the only need. The old woman was cut off by a horrific sound, one that seemed to come from all around us all at once. I vaguely remembered hearing it before, but from where? What the hell is that? You must go! Now! It's here! The scream came again, louder this time, and much closer than before. I thought hard about that night I first came back into town, about that thing that I hit with my car, and I immediately knew what was making that noise. The Jersey Devil burst into the clearing, his wings knocking over the trees closest to him. The old woman ran deep into the pine barrens, disappearing from sight amongst the trees. The creature screamed in protest, its eyes burning black as it looked directly at me. It started coming for me, but a shot forced it back. Not yet, you winged bastard. Come on, back to the car, let's go! Buddy and I made a beeline back the way we came as Chase took up the rear. He fired off another shot at the advancing creature, clipping its wing this time. Come on, faster! I'm going as fast as I can! You're trying to take a picture! How else is anyone going to believe me? We made it back to the car, the Jersey Devil right on our heels. We all jumped in as Chase knocked out the rear window in order to get a clear shot. Drive! I gunned the ignition and took off back down the path kicking up dirt from the back wheels as we topped 65 within moments. Come on, come on! I'm going as fast as I can! It's not enough! Keep going! As soon as I reached the road again, I peeled out onto it, not losing any speed and barely missing the trees on the other side. I made the mistake of looking in my rearview mirror and seeing the creature burst from the opening as well, its mouth barely inches from the back of the car. With more room on both sides of us now, the Jersey Devil came out from behind, making his way to the passenger side of the car. He screamed loudly, and then slammed his body into the side of the car. What is he doing? He's trying to ram us off the road! Go faster! I struggled to stop the car from buckling from his hit, and still managed to push the pedal to the floor as he smashed into us again. Chase stuck his rifle out the side window and took aim. When I tell you, you stop the car, you got it? Are you serious? The thing is gonna kill us! Just do it! You understand? Uh, I hope you know what you're doing. I can't watch. I can't watch. I don't think my car can handle much more of this! Just one more second... And... Now! I slammed on the brakes as we skidded across the pavement. At the exact moment we slowed down, the Jersey Devil went to hit the car again. 
Unfortunately for him, he sailed right past us and across the road, missing us completely. His momentum carried him directly into a tree on the other side of the road, and he crashed right into it. Chase, seeing he was momentarily dazed, jumped out of the still-breaking car and took aim directly at the creature. He fired, striking it directly in the eye. I got you now, you piece of- Chase, look out! The creature lashed out, knocking Chase back with its wing before beginning to ascend in the air. He flew off above us, into the darkening sky, his painful growls echoing amongst the pine barrens. Ugh. Damn it! Chase, are you okay? Did he hurt you? Yeah. Just a few scratches, but goddammit, I had it. I had it and I got away. At least you got a few good shots off at it. Yeah, we need to get going. We have to get back to Melancholy Falls now. And according to that woman, we have the advantage. Well, boys, looks like it's time for us to kill a devil. Return Home, Episode 8, Hooves in the Dirt. You just listened to Part 2 of 4. It was written by Jeff Heimbuck and produced by Andrew Taylor and Jeff Heimbuck. It featured the vocal talents of Kevin Interdonato, Bridget Farmer, Forrest Orta, Alyssa Ritorno, and Jeff Heimbuck. The original musical score was by Corey Celeste. You can find out more about the show by visiting our website at returnhomepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash returnhomepodcast, on Twitter at returnhomeshow, and on Tumblr at returnhomepodcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us by leaving a review on iTunes or contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash returnhomepodcast. Questions? Comments? Want to follow Buddy on Instagram? Send us an email at returnhomepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time. Pleasant dreams.